You know what I mean? They were productive members. Who are you? You are a new creation. You are alive and free. You are an ambassador, a conqueror, a part of a chosen nation. You are beautiful, loved, and cherished. You are complete and washed clean. And today we hope you would be encouraged. Nope, over there. To your right. All the way over. Ah, good morning. Sorry, <laughs> we had like the volume are turned you, yeah, way you, up. Are you awake now? Did, did we blow your ears out? Um, <laughs> happy Thursday. We're <laughs> well, all kinds of things. Happy going Thursday on today. and happy fall. I'm excited for the weather. It's so beautiful it outside. Is, oh my gosh. I went and sat for a little bit at uh, Starbucks Ooh. right before coming here and I sat outside and it was just chilly enough to sit with a long sleeve shirt on mm -hmm. and a nice warm cup of coffee and uh, I thought I would take some quiet time with the Lord before coming over here. And wouldn't you know it, a dog lover walked by. <laughs> One of the things I have noticed with uh, having a puppy is wherever I am and she is with me, people want to talk about dogs. I was going to say, best conversation starter ever yeah. is a dog. Or children. <laughs> Child dogs or children. <laughs> yeah, my mom said, now I understand why people say if you're looking for love, get a dog. <laughs> Cause oh, everybody. She wants she's like, let yeah, me share my like, thoughts. Let me, let me talk about that. So we are excited to join you this morning. Emmy is also excited to join us this morning. Um, and we would just love to talk to you all about the importance of knowing that you are loved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How important is that to you, Michaela, just in life in general, to know that you are loved by somebody else? Uh, super important. It just yeah. kind of just gives you a little boost like oh someone cares <laughs> oh yeah someone cares awesome yeah so I think this is one of those needs that we have from the very moment that we come out of the womb mm -hmm. we have a need to feel loved so let's talk about that a little bit hmm. a need to feel loved yeah, a need to feel loved. Like I think about Emmy right now, mm -hmm. sweet Emmy in your lap who, um, you know, they know nothing else except for what they want. Mm-hmm, right on. And all dogs want is to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like in God's creation we could take, we could take so many, like, takeaways, like, he created animals. And you just think about what dogs need and how they just, People, you could be in the worst mood and see a dog. Like I was so, it changed the atmosphere in this mm -hmm. room <laughs> when you, you're like, we have a dog. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a oh, dog. And there's <laughs> puppy breath and everything. Oh, she's so cute. And, um, you know, she's like so eager to, to receive that attention and that love and um, mm. changes the atmosphere. And I feel like that's what we all want in mm -hmm. our core is mm -hmm to receive and give that kind of love. And um, when we are operating authentically in that, I feel like it does change the atmosphere, but 
feel like we live in a world that for some reason has conditioned us to either one, believe that we can only receive if we give, and two, hmm. we are undeserving of it, so we are incapable of receiving it. Therefore, we're incapable of giving it to our fullest potential. So right. I hear you. And and also, I think the world also, ha- at least for me, conditioned me to, to believe that I had to earn love. Mm-hmm. And so it was about what could I offer, what could I bring, what could I do so that I could receive the love that I so desperately wanted. Um, I've learned a lot from having a puppy. I've had a puppy for three weeks. And prior to that, I haven't (laughs) had a puppy in a really long time. (laughs) Um, And I have learned some beautiful truths about um, God and and his love for me in just the way that I love this silly dog. Like, (laughs) she doesn't have to do anything, right? Like, she literally just curls up. (laughs) No, like, she curls up in my lap and, or, you know, curls up on my chest. And I'm just like, oh. (laughs) everything changes I actually took a picture of her sleeping in my lap yesterday and I sent it to a friend of mine and I said I want this kind of peace Mm -hmm. just to curl up in the lap of my father right Mm -hmm. and just be with him and I think that that's something that um, she's teaching me too is like her what she wants is to be near me that's it she just wants to be with me And it's not, she doesn't want to perform for me. Like she is learning sit and she's learning, you know, some of the basic commands, but I don't think she really cares about that. Mm -hmm. She just wants to be near us. Um, Primarily near me. (laughs) She has really become a mom. You are mom. (laughs) I am mom. You take care. Um, But the thing is, is like she, she doesn't have to do anything. She just Mm -hmm. has to exist with me oh my gosh and, and she's there's fulfillment asleep. right and so cute <laughs> oh my gosh she's so cute oh my goodness yes the puppy so hello and good morning and if you're with us we'd love you to chime in on the conversation today mm-hmm. around the importance of feeling loved um and and to actually speak into um the, the harm that happens when somebody feels unloved too. Mm. Um, I yeah. think, you know, as much as we need love, I think there's a lot of um, problems in our world today that could be stemmed. Like you could go back and the route that you would discover is that people are primarily feeling unloved mm-hmm. by other people, you yeah. know? And I think that's a, that's a huge thing. So what do you think? What do you think on that? Hmm? Mm. <laughs> I also think like <laughs> at least ma- like me like the season I'm just kind of in right now like mm-hmm. loves a weird concept for me. Okay. Um, like uh, I go to a, gr- a small group on Wednesdays and we're going through Everybody Always, um, by Bob Goff. Oh, yeah. oh all right, all Love right. It. Love yeah, it. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. So just to put it out there, when I get convicted, sometimes I get a little irritated. I because it's like, oh, you're telling me this, and I don't uh-huh. want to. I'm being slightly rebellious. Okay. Um, and in like one of the past, like in the book, it was like love people who you like disagree with, love people who you think are wrong, like mm. like lavishing people with love, like whether you like whether you're best friends with them or not. And mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, Ooh, tell me about that. Why does that sound terrible? Um, just because like I thought about just like personal like just people in my life that are like I find hard to love okay um in my own humanness like mm-hmm. I'm taking it on like myself instead of being like all right God show me how to love them but also like love myself through this if like it's like I'm trying to do it on my own strength right um and just just trying to figure out like what 
the essence of love is mm. if it's not like if I'm not the one that's like doing it if that makes sense yeah and I think a lot of people can relate to that mm. um, myself included like loving those that are easy to love is just that mm. easy like I can love you because you've you know, you're easy to love. Like, mm -hmm. you're not a difficult person for me to love. So they're like, I love Michaela, and I mean it. <laughs> um, but there are other people in my life that are not easy to love. And so one of the things I think that, for me anyway, that my focus has to be on the fact that I, my whole life is about becoming more like Christ. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole life has to be like that. Um, and so when I'm trying to figure out, like, the essence of love, I need to look at God's word. Mm -hmm. I have to because we are told in First uh, John chapter four is kind of uh, a place that's been highlighted uh, to me, and that is an, a, a beautiful uh, reminder of the fact that God is love. You mm -hmm. know, the way that you and I are a human being, God is love. It's His character. It is who He is, mm -hmm. and so in that. Um, I've been meditating, like, what does that even mean? You know, what, what is love? Well, who is God? You know, what is his character like? Mm -hmm. um, what are some ways that, because I think, I don't know, I mean, please feel free to chime in on this, but for me, like, love was always just a feeling. It was an emotion. It was, um, if I felt good toward you, then I could love you. But if I didn't feel good toward you, then there's no way I could love you. Mm -hmm. But... I am learning that love is so much more than feelings. Love is action. Mm -hmm. Love is actually also a state of being. Um, it isn't, I mean, there is the feeling or emotion of love, but I, I mean, I don't believe that that is the kind of love that we are called mm -hmm. to show to people. Mm. Um, our husbands, yes, but, I don't think I don't love everybody in my life in a way that like I feel mm -hmm. love. Um, so one of the good morning, Allison, um, one of the places in scripture where I've been hanging out just to see like, OK, if love is an action, right, um, what does it look like? You know, what is mm -hmm. love? And um, so some of the places that I've gone this morning, <laughs> too. There's, there's grace for that. There oh. is. There's love for that, too. Um, has been Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 20. Um, where in my Bible uh, is actually entitled Love in Action. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty straightforward, right? Like, what is love? Well, look here. Uh, Romans 12. Uh, chapter, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 9 through 20. Um, oh, sorry, it's not called love in action. Mine's, it's just called love. Well, it is, <laughs> it is in, in, in NIV, it is love okay, in action. Okay, so yeah, it is love in action. I was saying, I thought I'd seen that somewhere. But so, like, you can read through this, and it says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourself. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute, persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. 
Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Mm. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm. So there's a lot in there, right? There mm -hmm. you go. Just your little checklist. Okay. Can you do all those things? No, of course you can't. Of course you can't. But with God, right? Like as believers in Christ, we actually are empowered mm -hmm. by love itself to love. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so like looking through those verses, um, what stands out to each of you? Like, let's uh, let's just talk a little bit about mm -hmm. like what stands out is something that you see yourself going, OK, I I need to work on this area and I'm going to I'm going to focus on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, is there anything that stood out as I was reading it or anything that stands out as you're reading it? Yeah. Um, so I was looking at like never be lacking in zeal. Be keep you but keep your spiritual fever, fever, fervor, mm -hmm. fervor. There's, yep. a, there's an R in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Fever, fervor. What's the difference, right? Fever. Spiritual yeah. fever. Like <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like, so I feel like I'm kind of the opposite when like of you in the sense of like, I mentally, it's like, oh yeah, I love, I love Dawn or like, I love like this weather. It's a little chilly for me, but <laughs> it's like, it's still really nice weather. Mm -hmm. But like the emotional part is what I get snagged on. Cause okay. like, for me, um, especially when I'm like a more unhealthy version of myself, mm -hmm. it's like, I easily can just like be numb or just shut off my emotions be like, I don't care, whatever. So it's like lacking that zeal and spir spiritual uh, fervor to like, I think is like the emotional part for me. That's good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because numbing ourselves is a coping mechanism mm -hmm. um, that we, we have, right? All of us have, um, so you're not alone, okay? <laughs> and over time, as, our, um, as we become vulnerable to people and we get hurt, we build that, that wall. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. How about you, Miss Nikki? Um, I think th what stands out to me is uh, bless those who persecute you. Mm. Um, and that's actually something that God is working on me right now. And just um, I have realized in myself a lack of patience with pe people who stay stuck mm -hmm. um, and aren't taking action to like, uh, you know, uh, for instance, they're the people who come to me and ask for prayer and it's the same prayer that I've been praying for a year mm -hmm. and I just right. want to be like take action you know and I <laughs> you know I just I you know I have a <coughs> lack of patience with those people and I just like you know I almost feel and this is me admitting something that's hard <laughs> to admit uh, mm -hmm. that this is even inside of me but this is confess your sins to one another and you will be healed right right so, on all right um okay so I almost it's like I almost don't even want to pray for them like I I mean I do but I do it with like a sense of not from love mm -hmm. but with um like almost um what's the word I'm looking for obligation not obligation but like 
like why am I doing that like why am I praying this again you know like why am I praying for this again like yeah Yeah, but we're told to be um persistent in prayer and that's that's something that's that's oh I actually want to jump on that but after we finish talking about this um because I I hear you I hear you in saying sometimes the best way to love somebody is to help them get out yes. of their junk instead yes. of just sitting back. Okay, yep, I'll pray for you on that same right. thing for the hundredth time. Be like, you know what? I'm going to pray that God would show you the action steps that you need to take yes. to get mm-hmm. yourself yeah. out of this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because we actually, part of the call to us to be um, love to people is to help them to see that they don't have to stay where they're at. Well, and that's what, so that's what he's kind of been showing me though. And this has been a theme that I've been hearing from several people is that I have realized in myself because I am such a helper. And when I was growing up, I was taking care of a lot of people's emotions and I took on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so I have realized that in, in that I will say to myself, why aren't you taking my advice? Mm-hmm. And that is very self-seeking mm-hmm. because I, I have this obviously have had this desire in me to be the hero in someone's story. But the only hero that can be in anybody's story is God. Mm-hmm. And so I'm making the shift right now where I can just be the guide and mm-hmm. not the hero. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think very oftentimes I want to be the hero. And here's what you should do. And if they don't take my advice, I get annoyed Mm -hmm. and impatient and so Mm. while you were reading romans i was reading first First corinthians Corinthians 13 (laughs) 4 through 8 yes and uh you know it says god is love right so in first corinthians 13 4 through 8 you can essentially replace every word that says love with god so god oh wait you mean this isn't just a section for weddings this actually is something that's for us like (laughs) how we're supposed to live our life not just something to be read (laughs) in a wedding are you sure because i was pretty sure like no one's getting married no one's getting married here today right now but i am gonna (laughs) read it there are no weddings taking place i'm so sorry i'm so sorry okay go ahead i'm quiet now oh love it okay so god is patient oh so you're replacing so read it with love and then read it with god okay love is patient love is kind it does not well i'll say love does not envy love does not boast love is not proud Mm. love does not dishonor others love is not self-seeking love is not easily angered Love keeps no records of Mm -hmm. wrongs. Love keeps no Mm -hmm. records of wrongs. I think that's a good one. Uh, Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love Mm -hmm. always protects. Love always trusts. Love Mm. always hopes. Love always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Come on. Mm. Love never fails. Now, you know, what's interesting when you become like as you grow in your faith, as you grow in your understanding of of who God is and who he's created us to be. And you can read that from a whole different perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know about you, but when I used to read that and I used to say, well, love never fails. I'm like, yes, it does. I'm divorced. And I Mm -hmm. know that like, yeah, love failed. Mm, and that's but not that's it's not, not love, love right yeah. that's it like oh, but see when yeah. I was a new Christian right yeah. and I would read that I would get like really irritated and and things that like mm. things like this in the Bible when I did not understand um what God was all about like yeah. I just would get frustrated 
and close the Bible and be like, you know what? That's a bunch of like Pollyanna stuff that actually isn't true because love has not worked for me. Mm-hmm. Loving people has not been good for me. Mm-hmm. I have been hurt by love and I am. No, it, it is not true. Love doesn't always protect. Love doesn't always hope. Love does. You know what? Until I recognize like, oh, wait a second. God is love. Yes. Therefore, let's read it the other way with God. So God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. God does not boast. God is not proud. God does not dishonor others. God is not self-seeking. I think that's important. Like listening to that, God is Mm -hmm. not Mm self-seeking. I think sometimes we, I know for sure, sometimes I can put him in that category. Okay. For okay. some reason, like he's he made all this for himself, and you know, especially when I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. reading that with his name in there is okay. That's good. Good for me. Good. Uh, God is not easily angered. God keeps no records of wrongs. God does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. God always protects. Mm. God always trusts. God always hopes. God always perseveres. Right. God never fails. Amen. Mm. Amen. So. Even even to go a little further into that, like God is patience. God is selflessness. Like mm-hmm. all of these things like characterize God himself. Yeah. And I get my mind just sometimes goes and I just it blows up because I start to, to delve into the character of God and it's like trying to, to dive, deep sea dive into the ocean. It's mm-hmm. just like the more I come to know about the heart of the Father, the more mysterious it becomes. Yeah. And the more I'm actually drawn to go deeper and deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. who he is. Because in my humanness, I struggle deeply with this concept I, uh, and and some of you who are like on the other side of my life may not realize that because what I hmm, choose to do is I choose to put my mind on who God is and and my aim is always to uh, exemplify him. That is, that is my aim. I do not do it perfectly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, but I can look back over my life and see when I lived Dawn's life on Dawn's terms, mm-hmm. I was just like a bull in a china shop, just knocking everybody down around me. Like yeah. I was just, I didn't care about people. I didn't I honor people. No, like be patient. Like these are not even things that entered my mind. But as I have grown up in the Lord, I have become more loving than I used to be. It is less difficult for me to forgive today than it used to be. It is less difficult for me to be patient in a situation than it used to be. You know, I am less selfish than I used to be. Am I completely selfless? I wish, but no. (laughs) But the heart that I I have, and I think what's important, I feel like this is what the Lord has been um, showing me. And so hopefully I'm not alone in this, but, um, I feel like the heart behind all of this is to desire to want, right? To be more like the Lord, right? To desire to become the woman that God has created me to be, to long for more of him in my life. Mm -hmm. And as I am desiring that, he's actually the one who's transforming me. Yeah. 
I can't make myself be more loving. I've tried. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. But I can submit myself to the Father. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can yield my heart and mind to him. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just um wondering how many people were just thinking that I reached over to like pet your lap because <laughs> you can't see it. everyone knows there's a puppy on my lap well not everyone in case you didn't know there is also a fourth member of our uh crew this morning who is currently asleep in Don's lap yes that c- that's the kind of peace right we want that kind of peace so we're talking this morning about the challenges um that come with trying to be a loving person yes. but one of the things I think we really need to to realize is you know uh we've we've a little bit into uh, Romans 12 verses 9 through 20 which talk about uh, love and action and then we went over to 1st Corinthians chapter 13 uh, verses 4 through 13 which tell us a little bit more about love and action and then if we would just hop and if you're if you're listening and you have your Bibles it'd be fun for you to just go along with us on this little study we're doing today um, love treasure hunt in the Bible. love treasure hunt that's so fun um, if we go over to First John chapter morning, four, Missy. thank I you love all for joining you, us. Missy. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see. Hmm. And Kristen, good morning, Kristen. So First John chapter four, first, not verse, first John chapter four, uh, verse seven through thirteen is what I read with our fifth graders last night. And you know, it was really fun. I just want to take a side note before I read this. Um, Last night, I uh, sat and and led some fifth graders in our our fifth grade force ministry, which is uh, something we do over at the chapel. And uh, we were in a time of worship and we had two songs left. And instead of our typical like sing and, and dance and clap and all of that, we actually got out some paper and had the kids and the leaders actually sat down with a big piece of blank paper in front of them, a Bible and a couple markers. And we played two songs and with the directions of like what we were doing last night is we were practicing hearing from God. And so the directions were just, you know, as you let the the music play over you, uh, just open your Bible. If anything pops out to you, you know, just write it down on the paper. Or if God, you know, gives you a word and you just like this word popped into your mind write it down on your paper or if you get a picture you know try to draw it on your paper like no big deal we're just gonna listen for the Lord so there were I think 10 of us there last night every single person's paper had something on it about God and love Um, there are a lot of other things on the pages but God is love or God is loving or God loves us or God sent his son to die for us like those things came up on every single person's paper. And the interesting thing about that is the two songs that we're playing had nothing to do with love at all. (laughs) And I found that very interesting. And then we read this. And I had planned to read this before we did that exercise. So I thought it was really interesting that what I had planned to read went right along with what they had been writing down. So this is 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 13. Dear friends, Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us 
and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. We know that we live in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. Hmm. That's a big deal. So love is not that we love, but that we are loved. Mm-hmm. And yes, as Kristen Clack just commented, the result of God's love is that he gave. And what did he give? He gave his only son. Like Mm. you can read this section of scripture in different versions. And one of the versions that we read last night, I think it was the NLT. um, It said that we belong to him and he belongs to us. And we know this because he has given his Holy Spirit to us. Mm -hmm. He gave his son to us. And then he gave his Holy Spirit to us. Like, he is the giver of good gifts. <laughs> he gave us love. We can love you guys. Like, we have to step aside for a minute and go, okay, in my humanness, I have to acknowledge that in my humanness, in my flesh, I cannot love. Mm-hmm. I am not a loving person. I am selfish. I am all about Dawn and what Dawn can get and what Dawn needs and what Dawn wants and blah, 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 blah. In my flesh, that is who I am. I'm just saying it because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have to live that way anymore. I can love because I have first been loved. Mm -hmm. I can give grace because I have first received it. Mm So it is not, so I, I think it was interesting, Nikki, you brought it up earlier, like the world conditions us that in order to receive, we must first give. But God says, in order for you to give, you must first receive. Right. Because yep. you have nothing to give. You're giving out of an empty tank. There's nothing there right. to give. Yeah. And we still, we still, we, we're human beings. We live in this, in between place of already Jesus has come already Jesus has died on the cross already God has given us of his Holy Spirit but not yet do we get to walk in the fullness of what that means so we're in between you know times here we live on the earth we live in the midst of the world and the culture and and we are people of the kingdom who can love Mm -hmm. even when it's difficult to love Mm -hmm. you know so that tension is real I just want you all to know, like, you're not alone in that. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. loving is really, really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think that a lot of it is, you know, we have already received that. I think it's our awareness of it that needs. That's what it is, our, our awareness of it. Yeah. You know, like, you have received that love. Like, it is, a, it is available to mm. you right now. Mm. It's nothing mm-hmm. that you have to work towards. Mm-hmm. It is. So if you are someone out there right now, I feel like I just need to say, if you're someone out there right now that feels like you are unlovable. Come on. Um, that my prayer for you right now is that God would just open up your awareness to how loved that you are and that mm. you could just sit in that this week and just really 
really rest in the fact that you are loved. Hmm. It said, we just read earlier in 1 Corinthians 13, that he keeps no records of wrongs. Right on. Mm-hmm. God keeps no mm-hmm. records of your wrongs. And he, lo- like, he is love, like Amen. real love. And Amen. I think from the beginning of time, our idea of what love is, is I love this weather. I love this coffee. I love this type of food. That isn't, hmm. that's a, that's not. That's not biblical love, Mm -hmm. you know? So the words that are coming to me right now are valued and treasured. Mm. Um, So you who are listening right now, whether you're listening through the app, whether you're listening on Facebook, you need to know this. You are valued and treasured by your creator. He chose to create you. He designed you, intricately wove you together. He gave you every part of who you are, your personality, your hair color, your eye color. And he created you with such a beautiful purpose in mind to be a light, to be love on this earth. You value or you are valued and you matter. And you are so deeply loved before you were even fully formed. Already you were loved because it was love himself that knit you together. Mm. Every fabric of your being is love. So know, sister and brother in Christ, you are God's chosen child. Before you came to him, he came to you. Before you loved him, he already loved you. Before you even opened your eyes and took your first breath, already you were fully loved. So may you receive right now the gift of love that is already yours. May you receive the Father's love right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hmm. All right. Station sponsors? Ooh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, Yes. Segway. Segway sponsored. Wow. Sorry. The Lord is very heavy in this room right now. Like it, there is just a sense of peace. I know you're not here with us, so let me just share. There is just a, a, a very thick uh, sense of peace in the atmosphere. And uh, sometimes when you've just interacted with the Lord for mm-hmm. a moment, it's hard to find your words. It's hard to find uh, your, it's hard to recalibrate, right? Like, oh, wait, nope, I'm still here and there's a microphone still sitting in front of my face <laughs> and I have to keep talking. Well, you know, I was oh, I'm looking at you while you were um, r- saying that beautiful prayer and I'm, sh- Don right now has a, how old is Emmy? Six weeks? 13 weeks. 13 weeks yes. old puppy in yes. her lap. And I'm looking at this dog and listening to Don praying, but I'm looking at the way you're holding the dog and she is so at peace. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is how God wants us to be like sitting in his lap, Hmm. letting him hold us and us just being totally at peace. Like she needs nothing more than that right now. No. And that's all we need from God to just Mm -hmm. sit in his lap. Yeah. Just be in his presence. Right. Yeah. Hallelujah. So good. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a have to moment. So we are coming to you live from 21.6 The Net. We are so grateful for the opportunity um, to be here today. And we are 21.6 The Net is sponsored by NIW Services. Um, NIWServices.com, I believe, is the address, and they are a window cleaning and gutter cleaning company, so you can get um, services uh, for those things by them. And we are also sponsored here by Natural Therapy Wellness Center, www.McHenryMassage.com. That's 815-385-8190. Uh, they do massage therapy, reflexology, acupuncture, and Thai yoga massage. Um it is really hard to interrupt a moment when, when you really feel like the Holy Spirit moving. Mm. So, Michaela, um, how are you doing? How did, how was that for you? Did you feel the presence of the, of the Lord hanging out there? Mm. Um, I, I, I don't think I felt it as strongly as maybe you did, mm-hmm. but I know like it's just like this like sense of just like, oh, there he's just chilling here. <laughs> um, but, yeah. All right. Uh, All right. All right, so um, Matthew is another place in Scripture. It's actually in all of the Gospels. When Jesus was asked what the greatest commandment is, um, he was questioned by the Pharisees because they lived under, uh, under a lot of rules and laws. In fact, I believe at that point in time, there were something like 613 laws that they lived under. And so when Jesus walked the earth, right, he, he, didn't, um, he didn't please the Pharisees because he was acting outside of the bounds of what they expected um, the quote-unquote Messiah to act, and he was not um, he was not meeting the expectations, right? Mm-hmm. So they were constantly questioning him and constantly uh, wanting to know uh, who he thought he was, right? Like, who mm-hmm. does he think he is? So anyways, one of those times when they asked him, they wanted to know, well, what's the greatest commandment? Uh, Jesus responded, you know, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So one of the things that um, in this just whole like journey, I guess you could say that I've been on with love has been this idea of being able to love myself, right? Mm -hmm. And to love myself well in a way that is healthy, in a way that is not self, you know, like um, conceited or arrogant or anything like that. But in that it says, you know, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself Mm -hmm. so in order to do that you you first have to love yourself Mm -hmm. right and so i think when when you're having a hard time loving when you're having a hard time loving god when you're having a hard time loving others and you usually can dig and dig and dig and dig and discover that at the the very base you don't really um love you right Mm -hmm. so we struggle as people to just accept and value ourselves as we are Mm -hmm. think about it like we are a people who are constantly trying to change change our change the way we are change the way we look change you know just constantly trying to change and so at the base of of a lot of things uh, for me anyways a lot of struggles is this difficulty that i have in loving dawn you know um and so one of the prayers that uh, i pray with my son who also has a difficult time with that is help me to love myself the way that you love me Mm-hmm. you know and um and that is in looking at what you pointed out earlier first corinthians you know like can i be kind to me 
can I be patient with me? Mm. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm great at being patient with other people, but like, Hey, I want to change and I want to change now. Like I want this, you know, attitude shift now. I want, you know, to lose weight now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so am I able to love myself in a great way to, to a great uh, measuring stick, if you will, to, to look at is first Corinthians 13, Mm -hmm. you know, can we love anybody, including God? If we haven't first been able to receive God's love and love ourselves, I would say no. What do you guys think? Is it possible to love somebody else while you hate yourself? No, No, it's like (laughs) taking, so this is, I, it's like taking financial advice from someone who is broke. Yes. Yeah. That is what trying to love others well when you aren't loving yourself the way God loves you first. Mm-hmm. Right. I or mean, I, f- I feel like we can get it's st- inauthentic. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like we can get stuck in a trap where it's, it's just, it's just action mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I'm giving you this advice or, well, I did this for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no like actual like heart behind it. You're oh, just, you're just doing things. And so like, it might, it might make that person like feel some kind of love. Cause like you're, you're still doing something for them, but mm-hmm. like it's not lasting, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. So uh, what do you think? Like, I feel like sometimes it's people will, with the best of intentions, be like, well, if you just do, you know, follow these, you know, five steps and you will become, you know, mm-hmm. a better mom. You will become a more authentic person. Like, do you feel like there is a, a pathway, if you will, to... Um, embracing the fullness of what love is. Do you feel like there's a pathway for that? Mm. I feel like we could, depending on what it is or mm-hmm. like what that specific issue is, I maybe like there's there's certain actions you can take, but at the same time, like, like everyone's journey is so different. Okay, that it's like you can't just be like this is for everyone. Like mm-hmm. that's, that might work for like no two blanket people. solution, right? <laughs> <laughs> no blanket solution. Uh, well, what do you think are some things that, that could help? So for us, for our listeners, what are some ways that we can actually, you know, enter into a journey, if you will, because we know that everything with God is process, right? So Mm -hmm. everything is going to have a, a beginning place and the end is going to be the day we stand before him, but we, we need to start somewhere. And so at the, the very base root of this, like how do we begin a journey with God mm-hmm. on becoming a more loving person? So I think for me, I have really over the past, you know, the past couple seasons of life, really God's been walking me through this every time that I feel like I ha- have a Im- have a friendship or meet someone like we were talking about a couple weeks ago, sandpaper people mm-hmm. and um, things that bother me about somebody else. God has been showing me what inside of you um, is similar to that behavior, because I feel like oftentimes things that really bother us about other people are something that internally we need to you know we're projecting like it bothers us about other people because it's something in us that we're bothered by in ourselves and so I have to be and sometimes not sometimes it's just but even like I was saying I get frustrated with people who are stuck in the same rut because they're Mm -hmm. not taking my advice so it was something in me that I was like wow God 
that's something I need to get over, get over myself hmm. and give it to you. Mm-hmm. And so I just, every time I find myself like frustrated with something, like when I'm with my kids and I hear my, my tone change and I'm starting to get frustrated, I have to like <coughs> assess what's going on in that situation because oftentimes it has nothing to do with the fact that my children are being children. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has to deal with something that I'm trying to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, that for me, I feel like is a first step to identifying like, you know, having a sense of awareness about parts of my life that so need to be given over to the Lord. So that's, that's awesome. been a good starting point for me in learning to love those parts of me. Like, you know, n- not changing them because I feel like sometimes too, like when people aren't like me, um, that's a sen- frustrating point to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like God's teaching me, it's okay. That's how uh, that's how I created your brother or your sister, and it's mm-hmm. okay for them to be different from you mm-hmm. in that area because I created you uniquely too. Mm-hmm. And so it's giving me this opportunity to love it in myself and to love it in other people. <coughs> so that's okay. Um, yeah, that's really good. I, I think that acceptance is one of those, um, things that is really hard. Yeah. And so for me, um, the beginning of this journey actually started with that and it was accepting me for me. Okay. (coughs) (coughs) All right, Michaela. What's a good, s- what's, what's a, what's on your heart? Do you want me to hold the dog while you go? I mean. Oh, Okay, I'm talking. Here I am. There's a dog, I just you guys. Oh, I'm so dog. excited about this dog. Uh, <laughs> she's like, where did mom go? Wait, where did my mom go? What so, happened? yeah, what's, oh, I guess you said that everybody's different. Okay, so what's yeah. it like for you if everybody's different? How is it for you? What are some steps that you take for self-love and, um, Sorry, the dog yawned. It's wow, so it's cute. everything a dog does is cute. Anywho, off the dog. Um, so something I'm kind of working on j- is like j- is taking care of myself and learning to love myself. Um, not in like a conceited way, but just like loving myself better so that I can love the other people around me. Because like when I, f- I find myself when I'm really just like critical on myself, I become equally as critical on other people. Yeah. Like, kind of like what you're saying, like, well, why aren't they making this decision? Like they should be doing this. Like this would make their life so much better probably. Um, but I'm not even doing it myself. Right. I'm not taking action when I think other people should be taking yeah. action. Walking um, the talk. Yeah. I'm exactly. always like, am I doing that in my own life? And so most oftentimes I'm like, no, I'm not. No. So I really have no credibility to be speaking on this subject whatsoever. Right. <laughs> yeah exactly so um it's just like what makes me feel like refreshed what makes me feel like or like what gets me back in that better place of loving um which I'm in the process of like just trying to figure that out um sorry I thought someone was opening the door it was really weird <laughs> it did sound like that I, <laughs> I was, was like hello oh, because the door wasn't closed <laughs> we have a visitor <laughs> It was the Holy Spirit. Now we have door. a fifth member joining <laughs> us this morning. No, yeah, so what is the process of loving y- yourself? Yeah. Like, how do you start that? Trying to walk through that process of just, like, what what does that look like? What? How can I get back to loving healthily? All right. So are you able to sit with yourself? Like, is that something you can do? That's yeah. a, That's something it's that's hard. It's not fun. Right, right. <laughs> it's, like, the worst thing ever. So I feel like th- that, that breaks God's heart when uh, his children us 
mm-hmm. right? When we can't even exist well with ourselves. Mm. Um, when it's like we that quote. Have you heard <coughs> it before? If you're lonely when you're alone, then you're in bad company. No, mm. I've never heard of that. But the thing is, is that God loves you. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this song, there is a song that starts. It's called I Will Pursue You. It's by Jesus Culture. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and sing it right now because I'm going to start having another coughing fit. <laughs> but <coughs> what's it called again? I Will Pursue You, I think. Um, well, that's the that's the Am I, I think it's like Pursue You. Or yeah, like Pursuit, that. something along those lines. But anyways, it starts with the line, strip everything away mm-hmm. till all I have is you. And I think that <coughs> our struggles come from layers and layers and layers and layers of lies that we have believed about who we are. Because, Michaela, you are not a hard person to, to be around. I, I just I need you to hear that like you are an easy person for me to be around like you are a kind person you are a gentle person you are a loving person you are humble you are really a beautiful person to be around and I love that you're in my life mm. well thank you and <laughs> I appreciate that <clears throat> yes it's true though and I'm not fluffing your pillow like mm-hmm. it is the truth you are a child of God and you are amazing And the fact that you can't exist with you breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. And if it breaks my heart, I know that that the Lord is going, yeah, me too. So the beginning sometimes is as simple as I am loved. Mm -hmm. Like sit with those words. I am loved and allow love to wash away the yuck. Like allow Jesus to do a work because Mm. we cannot form ourselves. You guys, I am so passionate about this thing called spiritual formation, about Mm. being formed into the likeness of Christ by God. We are not clay in the clay's hands. We are clay in the potter's hands. Mm. But we have to, I think our most important job and the, and the longer I walk with Christ and the more that I'm pressing into the Lord, the more this is like, the stronger this is getting, <clears throat> our most important job is to avail ourselves to God. Mm. It's to say, God, I am here. I'm, I'm here. Like, right? Like Isaiah, here I am, Lord. And let him love you. Right? Like, let him love us. Let him hold us. Let him change us as he wants to. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And it is it is totally mindset too. like Kristen just said that for her self-love starts with thinking truth um, that negative self-talk has to go because um, those thoughts don't agree with God. And I think that is kind of what I was where I was going with that quote um, that you're you know, it is being with yourself and being okay being in just the presence of you and God. Um being okay with that space um, is so important. It is such a mindset shift because I know for me, I didn't like that three years ago. And so I was drinking alcohol and smoking marijuana and whatever other substance abuse I could get because I didn't want to be by my, I didn't want to be by myself. And in reality, we're never by ourselves because God is always walking with us. Um, um, And I think that that's a vulnerable spot because God already knows our heart, but for some reason, something it's mental where 
it's almost like we don't want to be vulnerable with God or ourselves because it's it can feel yucky sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, the more that we do it, the more that we press into it, mm-hmm. uh, like Kristen was saying, the more truth that comes to light and the more we get to walk in freedom and the more we get to like our roots just go deeper and deeper inside that truth. So what if we, uh, you know, just went on a, a, a journey or a challenge, whatever you want to say, and said, you know what, I'm going to think the things that God thinks about me for for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Any thought that comes into my mind, because Kristen also added, she said, taking every thought captive is part of self-love. That is so true. And we could go right to Nikki's favorite verse, which says, think about that, which is good and, and lovely and pure. And that's mm-hmm. Philippians 4, 8. Oh, <clears throat> man, I'm doing a Bible Our mind, study on that right now. Yeah. Hmm. Our mind is really the battlefield. Like it's true. Like it really is. The Mm -hmm. thoughts that we think about God and about ourself in God are two of the the most important things to pay attention to. Because when you have a thought that crosses your mind, that isn't something God would say about you. Mm -hmm. What if you took just 24 hours and this, this goes out to anybody who's listening and anybody who's gonna listen in the future like take the next 24 hours and every single thought that crosses your mind that doesn't line up with what who God says that you are just say you know what I'm not gonna think here I'm gonna think here like replace it you know so when you think well I'm not I'm not uh, <clears throat> I'm not easy to be around right or I'm not lovable if those thoughts cross your mind like wait a second for God so loved me that he sent his only son to die for me that makes me pretty lovable, right? Like Mm -hmm. he sent Jesus for me. Like he sent his child for me. He sent himself for me, you know? And so beginning the beginnings of this journey, like the very, very, very beginnings of this journey are going, okay, God help me think towards me the way that you think towards me, Mm. you know? And that's not easy. But we can help one another do that. We're not alone. Mm-hmm. I have I have negative thoughts towards myself <coughs> more often than I care to admit. And I don't always catch them. You know, this conversation is great because it's bringing some things to the surface. It's bringing some things to light even, you know, for us sitting here in this room. Like, we need to be ever mindful of what we are thinking and sitting with and allowing ourselves to exist with Mm. um and if we want to be more like the one who created us then we have to spend time thinking more like the one who created us does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i see that nikki you're pulling up some (coughs) affirmations or what are you pulling up over there yeah so i'm looking i'm i want to share something just so that you know we i'm looking basically affirmations of who god says we are amen so um i'm just looking for one that's tied to some scripture that way this week if you're feeling like you're not enough or you're not valued or you're not loved um you can come back to this article and i mean anywhere in the bible but um and we always first and foremost want to point you to there because getting in the word is so important but um if you need a place to come that's just quickly like this is who i am this is who god says i am um in posting those things up in your house there is no shame in that i used to have like note cards all over my house i probably need to start doing it even more than i I actually started putting love is uh little sticky notes on Mm -hmm. our cabinet 
Um, but reminders of who we are in him is so important. Like one of the ways the enemy brings down uh, the people of God is by messing with the way that we think about who we are. You know, like we are a child of God. <clears throat> The word of God says that for the father so lavished his love upon us that he, that we should be called his children, mm -hmm. um, not because of what we did, but because of who he is, because of who he is. And, and even in what we just read in first John, like it says that we, this is love, not that we loved, but that he loved. Right. But that right. he loved us and sent his son. In fact, I would encourage you to read all of first John chapter four. It says <clears throat> a lot in there about the fact that God's love is the thing that actually takes uh, all of the yuck inside of us and, and pushes it out. It's in first John four that you read the, the well-loved scripture. Um, <clears throat> he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Mm -hmm. It's in first John chapter four that you read the scripture that says perfect love casts out all fear. Uh, it is in first John chapter four that you read the scripture for God is love. Um, I would encourage you to spend this week meditating on first John chapter four. In fact, one of the things, you know, I was just saying how I'm really passionate about spiritual formation mm -hmm. and being formed into the likeness of Christ by God himself, not by my, my own self. I'm really just dipping my toe into this um, kind of putting words to what my journey has been. Like I didn't realize that's what I was going through, but I have been going through a process of spiritual formation for the last eight years. Um, <clears throat> it's also some of us would know it as the sanctification process, you know, mm -hmm. the becoming more like who God created us to be. And one of the tools, it's not like the ultimate end all be all thing, but one of the tools to uh, spiritually forming is uh, the spiritual discipline of meditation. And that spiritual discipline is where we would put our minds on the things of God and keep our minds on the things of God. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you take one verse or you take one word or you take, you know, one character uh, attribute of God and you really spend time with that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that is one of the ways that we can begin taking first steps toward, um, growing and becoming more um, of who God has already created us to be. So, yeah, so I, it, the last, I guess, two weeks I've been meditating on love and, mm -hmm. and now, you know, it's not me. Like I'm not entering into environments like, okay, everybody else talk about love too. I mean, it's literally like I'm hearing it everywhere and the miracle isn't that people talk about God's love. The miracle in that is that it, it's everywhere that I'm listening. So God is really bringing it to me and saying, yes, like keep meditating, keep focusing on my love. You know, um, we're about to end here, but I like, I, I feel like I need to tell you that I don't always feel like a very lovable human being. Mm -hmm. In fact, like I just recently sent a text to my husband and just asked him, like, am I lovable? Mm. Mm. You know, I am I? Because I don't feel that way all the time. Some days, like this morning, I did not want to get out of bed. Mm. Like I had a heavy, heavy morning. I've had a heavy last couple of days where I haven't felt like, I haven't felt good. Mm -hmm. I haven't felt emotionally good. Okay, well then I just want to read off some of these affirmations as we close Come out. On. And I just posted it in the comments but it's 95 affirmations and they are 
they are attached to um, they are attached to verses. So I guess our challenge to you is pick out a few of these and put them in places where you see them often in your bathroom, in your car, at your desk, at work. But um, I there's some of these that I just love. I am a fragile jar containing God's power. Whoa! What is the second, scripture reference? Second to Corinthians that? four seven. Uh, I am radiant, filled with the light of God. Luke eleven thirty five through thirty six. I let the Holy Spirit renew my thoughts and attitudes. Ephesians four twenty three. I live under the free 